everyone. I'm Abby with the Hopeful Badge. And I'm Jenny with the Injured Arm. Welcome to Blame It on the Badge. Your weekly vagina talk with your besties. Well, I won't ask how your badge is this week since you said it's hopeful, but why is it hopeful, Abby? Well, this week my vag has been a little bit on the celibate side because I'm just coming off of my period. So it's hopeful because the Chiefs are in the Super Bowl. It could go two ways for me tonight. The Chiefs could either win and my vag could get some action or the Chiefs could lose and one of us will be crying himself to sleep tonight. So... (laughs) I'm hoping we win for two reasons, because they're the Chiefs, but also I would like a little bit of action tonight. Josh cries himself to sleep in your arms. (laughs) (laughs) It's okay, honey. (laughs) It's okay. There's always next year. Right. That's what you tell him. You tell him, okay, so last year you lost in the AFC championship game. This year you lost in the Super Bowl. Next year, you're going to win the Super Bowl. Exactly. (laughs) So wipe those tears and fuck me. Exactly. (laughs) Well, how's your vag since you've got the the injured arm? Oh, my poor sad vag. It's not even getting any action from me right now. That's really sad. I know. I'm trying to be good. Although I say that, and then I went out lifting. I went out lifting. Well, we did lift first before we went out. <laughs> There's like a lifting bar. You go. <laughs> that, the bar. that would be awesome. Hold my beer. <laughs> there would be so go. many injuries. Oh, my God. <laughs> we could sometimes, like, do stupid shit on our own. But when you add alcohol to it, it's going to take it to a whole nother level. Yeah. <laughs> then my my arm would just like come out of the socket. <laughs> <laughs> and you'd look at it, you'd be like, Oh, look at that. I'm too drunk to really feel it, so that's no So fun. yeah, Super Hot Doc did say two weeks after he put me through the paces on my arm, he massaged it a little and mm-hmm. told me he thinks that I have tennis elbow and golfers. Elbow. <laughs> At the same time. And he goes, hmm, I don't think I've ever seen that before. <laughs> Coach Megan does say I'm special. <laughs> See, that's I why you could totally go to the Olympics of masturbating. Right. So he goes, I know it's hard for athletes to like lay off, but I need you to lay off the arm for two weeks. And I go, okay, starting tomorrow. And he's like, not tonight. And I said, definitely (laughs) not till tomorrow. Oh. Not after he just got done touching me. Yeah. And I was in that close proximity. I have to, I had to go home. I mean, after work. Yes. And one more time. Just one more time. Just one more. Like Britney Spears. (laughs) Maybe one more time. I just had to. I couldn't help it. But now, two weeks, I swear, I'm going to okay. try to do two weeks. We'll see how good it lasts. I mean, it's hard when you're right-hand dominant. You don't realize how much shit you do with your right hand. Yeah. Not just masturbating. 
<laughs> you use you use your hand for your mouse at work to oh, get yeah. things down. I mean, that's the first hand that you grab off shelves with. Yeah, I can't do like the the claw grab at work because like I totally had to wear one of those thumb braces because I hurt myself at work grabbing books. <laughs> We, oh my God, Abby, we have a safety video on that, right? Yes, because of the thumb injury. Yeah, yeah. It, it's totally a thing. It I really is. feel like you only understand that if you work with books. Anyone who works with books is laughing right now because we've all done that where you try to grab too many at once yes. and you get that thumb injury. Yes, yeah, so you like overextend it. Yeah. But I've never had to wear a brace. <laughs> I know. It hurts so bad. Like, I could barely even work my mouse. But masturbating was fine. It didn't use that muscle. So. <laughs> well, this week, in honor of the Super Bowl, we're going to be talking about ads and commercials, tampons, pads, and douche. We're going to be doing the best ads, and by best, we mean worst. Ooh, fun. In even though this won't be coming out till a week after the Super Bowl, we thought it might be kind of fun to go back and look at print ads as well as commercials for all of the products. Since part of the fun of the Super Bowl when your team isn't playing is all of the funny commercials that we get mm -hmm. to watch. So print ads for sanitary napkins and belts first appeared around 1920. Hmm. That's when they started advertising. And they the promises were the same. And I feel like they're the same throughout the years. They're still sort of promising the same up until probably 2010. They promised to be discreet, convenient, and a solution to our problem. <laughs> oh. So, wait, what changed in 2010? I'm hoping that they stopped calling it a problem. Is that? Yes. Okay. Yeah, so we're going to do through the 1990s today, and then we'll do like a little extra episode on the 2010s and moving forward, because that's when things really started getting better with the companies as far as their target advertising and what they were presenting to us. Yeah. Well, they obviously haven't become more discreet, so I'm not sure, you know, where that's coming from. <laughs> the big purple crinkly wrapper am i having a snack in the stall or am i opening <laughs> a tampon what's going on in here like you don't you know never know <laughs> obviously they weren't very truthful back then either to begin with the they wanted it to look glamorous so until the 1930s western doctors were treating female menstruation as a disability they were advising us to refrain from any physical activities. The lie in the dark room. And then in 1936, Tampax Inc. formed and then they launched a series of ads. So tampon ads started in the late 1930s, whereas the sanitary napkins started in 1920 with those attractive belts. Were they washable? The sanitary napkins that were attached to the belts or were they disposable that's a very good question abby and not one i looked up <laughs> oh jenny <laughs> i'm going to assume that they were washable at that time they hadn't very... come out with like disposable ones 
So most of the sources that I used, I should get out of the way. It was Bustle, Refinery29, Babe.net, and Hello Clue. So in the 1940s, Modest was made by Johnson & Johnson, and it became a household name because of its glamorous ad campaign, which featured high fashion models with gorgeous gowns. Mm. But before we get to the 1950s Modest ad, let's let's take a look at Bonnie's Blue. Bonnie's Blue because she's on her period. It's the 1940s ad for my doll, and it's because of period pain. Oh, right. Bonnie. So she, I know, poor Bonnie. She starts out where she's like gripping the side of her head. Clearly, she's having one of those period migraines that a lot of us get. And then in the second half, Bonnie's gay with my doll. (laughs) And she's like glowing in the ad and she's smiling because she's so happy. I don't know what my doll was made of back then, but maybe it had a little Coke in it because I never looked that happy after no. I took my doll. You mean I don't you even like that happy after I take four Advil. <laughs> Sorry, Susan. The, when I used to take four ibuprofen, now right. I only take three or I try to stick to two. But okay. even four didn't make me glow. No. Mm-mm. Was she, like, skipping through the flowers, through the fields, and, like, la-da-da, I'm glowing. It didn't work that well. It relieved, it did what it said that it does. I don't know that it brings faster relief from menstrual pain. Cramps, headaches, and chases the blues away. Mm -hmm. And blues are in quotes. Oh. So I guess that's why she was happy afterwards yes like you're so depressed because aunt Flo is in town you can't do anything you have to go lie down in the darkened room fuck i was supposed to go out and do go to the bar and do some lifting but now i have to stay home (laughs) with my with my blues it's acetaminophen caffeine Oh, well, that explains why it gets rid of headaches. I was going to say, does it have caffeine? Yeah. Acetaminophen, caffeine, and it's got an antihistamine in it. Oh, so it doesn't even have ibuprofen in it. No. Oh. So why would Bonnie be gay? That would never work for me, acetaminophen. And the antihistamine? Doesn't that put you to sleep? Well, there's 15 milligrams of that, but there's 60 milligrams of caffeine. So maybe that, like, balances it out. Yeah, cancels it out. And that explains the glow. Yes. But yeah, Tylenol, no, that doesn't get rid of cramps. <laughs> no. And that's that's like nowadays, that's what's in it. Back then, didn't they used to put cocaine in like everything? Yeah, I'm sure it had cocaine in it. Had to. That's why she was all glowy. The 1950s modest ad cracks me up. We challenged a young teacher. Guess what's in this wrapped box? My guess is facial tissue, she said, but she was wrong. (laughs) Time and again, people guess wrong about the contents of this wrapped box. It's designed to baffle them. But confidentially, it's modest in the wonderful new shape box. 
so skillfully shaped not to look like a napkin <laughs> box that the sharpest eye couldn't guess what's inside the wrapping. <laughs> same number of fine mod ass napkins per box, same price, regular, junior, or super. God. New shape box comes ready wrapped to save embarrassment. Okay, just so you guys know, it's a fucking plain brown looking box. <laughs> it's wrapped in brown paper. Yeah. So you're at work and you have this like brown box of like napkins and you're just like, hey, I gotta go to the bathroom. And you pick up this huge fucking box and the guy's like, why are you taking a box to the bathroom? <laughs> And the fucking, and it has, like, it shows here, like, the new shape versus the old shape. It looks <laughs> completely the same, except the new shape's maybe a little bit smaller. Like, the old shape is, like, a square, and the new shape is a rectangle. I like, feel like the old shape is, like, when you're shopping for maxi pads and you're getting, like, the 28-pack <laughs> versus the 12-pack. Like a big is really jumbo. what this is like. But I think really this was just so that you could pick it up at the store and take it home. Right. And and then you're fucked once you get it home because then you've got to figure out what you're going to carry it in. Because you're not going to carry a brown box to the office party, to the right. in-laws, <laughs> to your friend's bridal shower. Like, <laughs> you got to... She unwraps it on accident. <laughs> right. Like, do you have it set down with all, like, the box? And probably in the box is, like, like bright pink, crinkly wrapped pads anyway. Right? A discrete box, but the pads are still fucking neon. What I found in all of the ads from the 1950s were sort of the same wording, where everything was embarrassing, but... It was designed to be virtually undetectable with a discreet wrapper and discreet protection. It was everything was like discreet. Yeah, because it says new shaped box comes ready wrapped to save embarrassment. That's the thing. Like they these advertisements just like ingrained in us that periods are embarrassing when it's a fucking normal thing. It happens once a month. There's nothing we can do about it. You know, we're not too embarrassed about having to go pee. People know when you're like, I have to go to the bathroom and you go and it's normal. Which is why you text message your friends. There's someone in the stall next to me and I need to poop and she's not leaving. Right. And it's a poop stalemate. And you both just sit there (laughs) for years and years until the other one finally gets up and leaves. That was the best text message I've ever received. (laughs) Okay, in the 1950s Kotex ad, Kotex was going for a different audience, but there's so many things that crack me up about this ad. (laughs) (laughs) There's like red roses. I think are the the red roses aren't they supposed to like symbolize your period? Yeah. (laughs) And the big headline is Kotex is confident. And I think they're trying to demonstrate it because the red roses are supposed to be your period and the woman is dressed elegantly. Yes. In white. In white. (laughs) 
So they are very confident about these <laughs> tampons. But you know, back then, they probably weren't as good as ours. I would never have worn white. <laughs> I still don't wear white, even when I have a tampon in and extra protection. I won't wear white when I'm on my period. It's just too risky. It is. You're going to see a lot of white in Kotex or just in pads and in tampon ads throughout the night, all the way through to the 1990s, because that was confidence. You could wear white. So you'll welcome the newest Kotex napkins in 1950s because they're softer, which how not soft were they? (laughs) Although we did have, they were wearing rubber at one point. So I guess compared to the rubber, anything was a step up, right? Uh, Yeah. Were they like scratchy? How awful would that be? Oh, scratchy pad. Wool? Ew. (laughs) I'm not saying that they were wool. I just want to make that clear. (laughs) (sighs) I was trying to make a joke to make Abby laugh. (laughs) Let's go back to 1959. Where are we at? Femmes, feminine. Oh, by the way, guys, I am seeing these for the first time. I wanted it to be a surprise. <laughs> a red so, bag down near her vagina. Just one, though. One this time. It's But what cracks me up is, I mean, this is still the 1950s when <laughs> you had belts for your sanitary napkins. And the big tagline for Femmes Feminine Napkins is, now a longer napkin you can wear and forget. <laughs> It's belted (laughs) your fucking waist. How are you going to forget it's there? (laughs) Right. Plus it's longer. So you basically have a diaper on. Right. How do you forget that? And I'm sure they're like huge fucking bulky. There you go. Shop, work, and play as you please. So she's got, clearly she's been shopping. She took public transportation to shop. So, obviously, this one was not living in L.A. <laughs> right. She's safe on She's the got a huge thing of flowers, but they're, on, they're yellow. They're not red. And she's got at least three boxes. Like, her arms are full yeah. <laughs> of popping. Yeah. So there's no adjusting belted feminine napkins either. What if they had to adjust them a lot? When you're talking to someone, and you're like, mm, let me just adjust my... My belt here. Kind of like guys adjust their junk all the time. Yeah. You have to adjust your diaper napkin. <laughs> so they were trying to at least in the, the late 1950s show women that you could go and do things that were acceptable for women to do. Yes. In the late 1950s. Don't go crazy now, ladies. Don't be right. jumping out of planes. Don't. Right. But don't you can run a marathon. You can at least go shopping for your man. Open the 1960s Femsen ad. This one has a picture of a man. <laughs> Why is there a picture of a man? I suffered from menstrual cramps. That's the headline <gasps> under the Wait. Meme. Was it the man who suffered because his woman had menstrual cramps? She's not the only one who suffers, Abby. <gasps> Cramps, headaches, and body aches used to make my wife so depressed 
so irritable that I suffered through those bad days each month, too. Oh, my God. Poor fragile man. Fucking who? Come talk to us when you bleed out your fucking penis for seven days. Mm-hmm. He'd be curled okay. up in a ball. So now that he got her femicin, she oh. now acts like the woman I married. Every day of the month. Perfect Stepford wife. When I found this ad, I didn't know. I was half laughing, but I was also half pissed. Yeah. Are you fucking kidding me? Right now? <laughs> That's how I feel. And he's the one who's recommending oh, yeah. yeah. To, to any woman who's suffering from menstrual pain. Because it's all about the man. God forbid you not act happy and upbeat every day of your marriage. Exactly. 1960s Perset tampon. Ladies, if you're worried that the man that you're courting will think that you've already had sex, it's okay. Tampons won't won't do that. What are the best parts about this ad aside from the large print that says, of course unmarried girls can use per set? <laughs> I is that it says that the tip is lubricated. Ew. It says what? lubricated tip. For unmarried girls. Because <laughs> you're not loose yet. How big are those fucking tampons to begin with? But these are tiny new tampons. Pre-lubricated tip. No larger than a lipstick. <laughs> That's why women, both married and unmarried, are switching to per set. So, ladies, if you were worried, worry no longer. I love that she's got a cup of tea, too. They're discussing this over tea. <laughs> yeah, and her face is like, what? Like, she probably said it like that, too. Okay, so 1970s Tampax. Oh, look at her. Oh, she's skydiving. She is all, man. She's wearing white in every picture. <laughs> she is. People and tell me to sit down and relax. I tried it once. <laughs> and I yeah. can buy that she's jumping out of a plane on her period, but I can't buy that she's swimming on her period <laughs> in the <laughs> 70s. Back then. Yeah, no. She can sit still, but she can't change her own tire. Right? You can sit and wait for your man to change a tire, <laughs> but you can skydive. She looks all coy in the tire one, too. Lovely. To me, it looks like she, like, flattened her tire on purpose <laughs> to get cute Mike from the mechanic store over to change her tire for her. She She's totally <laughs> plotting. Like, she is. Right. Or if you want to go the other direction, she's, like, a, a female serial killer, you know, plotting to... Man changing her tire because her face kind of looks like that too. She's one of Jenny Hillier's characters. Yes. <laughs> we have a friend who writes uh, really freaky, actually, freak is the title of one of her books, but really, uh, she writes thrillers and she's obsessed with serial killers. So this would be a perfect, this would be a character out of one of her books coming it would. to life. 
I like that that's where you took it. And then I'm the one who's obsessed with missing people. And I'm like, oh, it's she wants to get cute Mike from the mechanic store to come change her tire. That's the first thing. Like when I saw that little picture and I saw her face, I was like, she's totally going to fucking cut his throat. <laughs> like, <laughs> because even Why did I think of it like that? Even though she's confident with her Tampax. She's still pissed because she's on her period. (laughs) Right. See, and you can even commit a murder while on your period, ladies. Hey, maybe it is Mike at the mechanic store and he cheated on her. Yeah. Because he doesn't know they're in a relationship and she's stalking. (laughs) (laughs) That took a really dark turn. We're sorry. Ampax 2-1. Okay. Oh, Know what would keep me indoors? Rain. A deluge. (laughs) Not a deluge of blood. I love that even the horse is white. Yes. (laughs) Right? So you're not going to bleed all over your white horse. What is she doing with the surfboard? Look at her face. (laughs) She's like screaming. Maybe there's a shark following her. It's true. My blood did attract the shark. Jenny's mom was right. <laughs> she was right all along. Ooh, and look at this, like, she's got this, like, was that a tent? She's going to be, like, roughing it in these cute white shorts. And, and, and like, knife. a really adorable fucking blouse. Yeah, like, right. I've, I've worn my hair in, like, down pigtails when I've been backpacking, but I've never camped dressed like that. And her little, like, loafers that she's wearing. Total camping. And the knee-high sock. The best part of that picture, though, is the fucking buck knife. I know. (laughs) (laughs) She's got a knife on her belt. She's fine. Don't fuck with Marcy. When those those bears smell that blood, she is ready. No bears are going to mess with her. She will take them down. Oh, down on the corner, it says, I can't read it. It says, well, at least I'm, I've got 10 minutes per eye. So but, she's, it's, she's trying to say that she's got her eye makeup routine down. She's trying to make a funny little joke. Yeah. At least I've got it down to 10 minutes per eye. Right. Because she has all the time to sit there and do her makeup because she's got this amazing tampon in that's going to last, you know. And not leak while she's doing her makeup. It's just funny. They've got all these like activities that she's doing. And then she's just sitting there doing makeup. And even when I'm confident in my protection, I don't feel like surfing. Right. (laughs) So now let's take a look at some of the commercials. To Procter & Gamble 1970s. It's a Rely Tampons commercial. Man, she's creepy sounding. <laughs> right? Her Remember, voice. they named it Rely. Look in your own magazine for the ad. Yeah, that was. And, and she was wearing pants. white on the beach. So here's the thing about Rely tampons. And maybe this is why she sounds so creepy, because she's actually dying. <laughs> Rely <laughs> tampons were the ones that were associated with toxic shock syndrome. Oh. 50 women died of toxic shock syndrome. 
And they ended up having to pull the tampons. Wow. From the market. Now they just put that on all of them, which I know some people still get it, but. 80s that I remember hearing about it, not the 70s when it was happening, but it was such a huge thing. So it was so shocking to me that it was so focused in the the late 80s and early 90s on toxic shock syndrome. And, oh, my God, everyone was so worried about it to read that 50 women died nationally. I would have thought that that number would have been a lot higher given the hysteria and the fact that they had to start putting it on every tampon box. Yeah. And then it, of course, drove the the tampon sales down. And a lot of women decided that they would rather go back to pads. Right. Yeah, I can see that. Okay, so there's a Playtex early 80s, the (laughs) woman that caught the back of the bus. Right? Like... I thought it was a fire engine. <laughs> like, <laughs> I guess it was a bus, but. <laughs> so did I like when I first watched the commercial. I was like, wait. <laughs> she, she like, wait, wait for me. The, okay, so the things, there were a couple things that stood out to me about this ad. First of all, my my best friend and I used to always joke because we had moms that never stopped, right? So yeah. I had four brothers. And she worked full time. And then she had to like, spend the afternoon schlepping all the kids across town. Like this one to baseball practice, this one to soccer, me to cheer, this mm-hmm. one to basketball, this one to Boy Scouts, pick everybody up, bring them home, cook dinner from scratch, make sure there was a protein, a vegetable and a starch on that plate Make sure everyone was doing their homework, get them into the baths, get them to bed. And then she went to bed herself. And it was rinse and repeat five days a week. Yes. So we used to always joke when we were single and didn't have kids yet, how tired we were as adults in our 20s all the time. How the fuck were our moms doing that? So we were convinced that they were like on cocaine or something. Right. (laughs) Clearly, it was the Playtex tampons yes. that they were wearing that was like the Red Bull <laughs> of the early 80s and gave them wings because these yes. women are just go, go, going in they the Playtex are. ad. But if they didn't tell you they were advertising Playtex tampons, would you even fucking know what they were advertising? No. Because no. they're still not showing the product. No. There, I think there was like a box a little like quick picture of the box at the very beginning. Yeah. 1985 always commercial. The one where the dove is your period. Yeah. Okay. Where everything's white. <laughs> Everything is white. <laughs> As you're dancing with a dove flying around, peeping <laughs> on you. But at least In that commercial, they showed the dry weave and the finger, like, yeah, pointed to it. But yeah, they're getting there. I love the Romeo, and everything is white in the commercial from Mm -hmm. the white cherry blossom trees to the dove to he's wearing white, she's wearing white, the balcony is white, right? The moon is white. You can be extra confident and you can have everything around you be white because you won't be spewing blood everywhere. 
Right. <laughs> like a fucking murder scene. <laughs> He's so confident he can wear white. Because, like, if he picks you up for a lift while you're dancing, blood just won't, like, rain down on him. That would have made Dirty Dancing a whole different movie. <laughs> <laughs> She runs and he <laughs> picks her up. <laughs> she just the floodgates the three rows. <laughs> like beforehand, they're like, you need these ponchos, like the splash ponchos, like from Blue Man. <laughs> I'm on my period, so here's some ponchos. <laughs> oh my god. My dad would be like, I'm not paying for those ponchos. <laughs> and he wouldn't wear one. <laughs> and, then, and then mom would have been like, well, I told you you should have worn the poncho. I think that, that I think we just made Dirty Dancing. That should have been the sequel. Dirty <laughs> Dancing 2. Bloody Dancing. <laughs> what happens when baby is on her period? <laughs> Nobody makes baby wear a tampon. <laughs> Latex 1988. <laughs> Once again, everything's like, white. But what like, cracks me up is all of the pussies. <laughs> all of the white like pussies. Ten cats and they're all white <laughs> roaming around because she doesn't have to worry about spewing blood all over her cats. She could wear white and she can have white cats because, you know, it's so annoying when you wear the other product and you get blood all over your pussies. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I had to say it like that. <laughs> Clearly, she's single, though, because she's the crazy cat lady she is. She's already living with that many cats. <laughs> right. That does not bode well for her future. Right. Yeah, I probably would not have an all-white house with, like, ten cats either. She's that confident that she could right. have an all-white house. Right. So, in the 1980s, pads became more absorbent, and print and TV ads started to show the actual napkins and the blue liquid that we love so much. The blue liquid, which was supposed to represent our period when they were showing blood on like medical TV shows and cop shows and, but they mm -hmm. couldn't actually, they could show it in a violent way, but they couldn't show it in a natural period way. Yeah. And the wings were introduced in the 1990s. Oh, and they started marketing our products together. So the tampons to be worn with the panty liners, because mm -hmm. they started discovering that women were bleeding more than they were actually <laughs> covering right you may want to wear a liner with that you may want some backup okay so let's talk really quick about douche and no we're not talking about your friend's asshole dude mm -hmm. you mean this shit that you were supposed to put up your vagina mm. this is a perfect example of like manufacturers creating a problem that only they can solve right yeah yeah We've said this before, and this is the hill that we will die on. Your vagina is not dirty, and there's nothing wrong with how it smells at all. You don't need to put stuff up there. 
It was horrifying to read that Lysol actually targeted women in the early 1900s with their products. Ew, what? And you were supposed to clean your vagina with Lysol. If you (gasps) didn't, you were not being a good wife and your husband would leave you because you were neglecting your personal hygiene. What? So women, so women were, were putting poisonous chemicals up inside them to try to douche with Lysol. Try to clean it out. Yep. Which Uh, there's don't need anything to clean it out. Yeah. You don't need anything. There's a book called devices and desires by Andrea tone. And she says that by 1911, doctors had recorded 193 poisonings and five deaths. Wow. Once that information got out, they were still actively targeting, aggressively targeting women with their products. That's crazy. And they were marketing them as safe and gentle. Women were also using douche as a contraceptive. Because birth control pills were so expensive back then, and douche was cheap and accessible. Did it work? Nope. I was going to say. Did they think it would, like, kill the sperm or something? Yes. It would, like, rinse everything out, Mm -hmm. too. The perfect wife and Tad's. She was a perfect wife except for one neglect. (gasps) She was lovely. She was efficient. She was economical. She was affectionate. She was cheerful, but she was careless about her feminine hygiene and her husband would gladly have traded most of her virtues to correct (gasps) this one fault. That's horrifying. And it shows her all perfectly dressed. Yeah. Lovely with all her makeup on. I love the affectionate one. She was warm hearted and tender. He's reading a book. (laughs) She's like on the arm of the chair with her arm over him. And he looks like annoyed. She's interrupting him. But but also she's like giving him a side hug. Hi, husband. Pat, pat, pat. How are you today? Pat, pat, pat. (laughs) Like she's like trying to. Kind of like it's almost like she's like, I have to do this, but I don't want to. I'm going to try and give you a hug because you're making me fucking douche with Lysol. (laughs) You know, what's funny, though, is I mean, douches are still out there because when I was having my problems um, and Colleen's doctor was giving me recommendations, she told me to buy a douche and empty it all out. And clean it out really good and then do the medication that she had me get up there. But I just can't believe they're still out there. I mean, you can still go to the, the drugstore and buy one. And people are still doing it. They are. There are still women our age that are doing it. Right. Like, I have a friend who was raised to think that her vagina was dirty and smelly and she won't stop douching. Yeah. She has a lot of issues, you know, she ends up at the doctor a lot. Yeah. Like, why is that? Because giving herself infections. Yeah. Okay. Last one was a print ad that we were supposed to do before that one, but we're going to do it now because it's 1969 pristine and it's so horrifying. Unfortunately, (sighs) the trickiest deodorant problem a girl has isn't under her pretty little arms. 
What the fuck? Oh, my God. Is this a douche or is this like a deodorant spray? It's a deodorant spray. Ew. Spray your vag with this stuff. And it, look, it she's have so a, pretty, but she looks so sad. I know. Standing so in depressed. her wheat field. Because her vagina stinks. Or a man told her that her vagina stinks when it really doesn't. It was 1969, so she believed them. Yes, she did. That was solved long ago, the deodorant for your underarms. The real problem, as you very well know, is how to keep the most girl part of you, the (laughs) vaginal area, fresh and free of any worry-making odors. Mm. Spray deodorant for your vagina. Ladies, we don't need it. No, we don't. And we don't need scented panty liners either, which I know they still make those. Or deodorant tampons. So we'll talk about 2000s and moving forward in our little extra. Yeah. But all the way through the 1990s, they were still using the word virgin in their ads for tampons. Oh, my God. You can still use the tampons and you'll still be a virgin. That's ridiculous. I can't believe that. But, I mean, I remember hearing that, people thinking a tampon would make you lose your virginity or however they said it. I think that's actually how they said it in the ads. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think they actually said you can still, you, you'll still be a virgin. So, yeah. to me, that clearly means people are walking around telling each other, oh, no, you can't use a tampon. Yeah. Are you sure I'll still be a virgin? That's an ad from the 1990s. And another one, yes, you'll still be a virgin. No, we won't laugh at questions like that. 1-800-TAMPONS. <laughs> so somebody call that number and see if it yes, still please. works and ask them if you'll still be a virgin. Yes, please. Just let's bring back that question just to fuck with them <laughs> for all the years. Although, how many doctors still get that question? You know? I bet they do. I'm sure they do. Look at how many things our mothers, well, not your mother because she was a librarian, but (laughs) my mother with the bears and the sharks and the, like, who knows? Yeah. Yeah. Well, let's wish Abby luck. Good luck. Go (gasps) Chiefs. So she can have a happy badge tonight. Yay. Hopefully the football fairy will grant me my wish. So you can find us on Facebook and Instagram. We have an Instagram now. Twitter. Um, and you can email us at blameitonthevag uh, at gmail.com. Yes. We love hearing your stories. You can DM us on Facebook as well. Our DMs are always open. You can tell Jenny anything at the gym. Tell Abby write it down, work. though, so she remembers. But don't write it on <laughs> arm, please. That was a joke. We love your funny stories. And yep. we'll see you next week. All right. Bye. Bye.